0: Hello and welcome to the Encouraging Angels podcast with Stan Szymanski. I'm your host, Stan Szymanski. Today is Wednesday, February 14th, Valentine's Day, 2024, and I have an excellent show for you today. Neither Encouraging Angels, nor Stan Szymanski, nor anyone affiliated with Encouraging Angels is offering any type of advice on this program. We do not offer medical advice. We do not offer legal advice. We do not offer financial advice. We do not offer personal advice of any kind. Please consult a professional in the area of your need or interest, and everything presented on this show is for informational purposes only. When I saw this today... I could not believe it. I have been, well, I've been a Christian. I was born a a Catholic. And, uh, heck, I was an ultra boy and went to Catholic grade school until eighth grade. But, uh, and and then after I got saved, uh, heck, you know, I spent many years on the platform as a musician and uh, I've ministered and done music in a lot of churches uh, for encouraging angels. Folks, I have never seen anything like this. And apparently, they make a regular practice out of this. Today's story revolves around a mega church known as Crossroads. Now, I assume it's the same church. There's three of them in Pittsburgh that I know of, but it's out of Cincinnati, and they have a whole bunch of branches, which is more like money collection centers for them. I have a story. Actually, it's it's from Twitter, so I had to use the first... uh, Oh, heck. The, the, really, the first describing sentence as the title Ohio Mega Church Pastrix. I guess that's a female pastor. Allie Patterson punched the Bible off stage and into the crowd during a Super Bowl themed church service. Now, the video is from 2020, but apparently, they do a Super Bowl show every year a Super Bowl themed service which is just absolutely deceived at its core the church should not be like the world and so they self-admittedly describe themselves as seeker-friendly well seeker-friendly is nothing more than acquiescing to the world The church is called to be different. The church is literally called to be called out. And yet, I mean, this is, they they do things with the Bible worse than what the world would do. I am going to go, now I have the link to Twitter. And you will actually see this, quote, Pastrix, unquote, kick it's not a punt because she didn't drop the ball you know from the air onto her foot she kicked it off the ground from someone holding it like a point after touchdown what i find interesting is when you watch the camera shot of her kicking the bible it goes off the platform you know the platform is where preachers preach from And they literally kick the word of God off the platform. And that, my friends, is precisely what these mega churches, these money collection centers do. They kick Jesus Christ out of the church, out of what should be his own house. And these people dive into depths worse than the world when they do this. Yeah, and they called it the audience as opposed to congregation because it's not a congregation. Let's go and I'm going to, again, I, when I do this, I have to apologize for uh, the mic handling noise because I have one mic here. But let's listen to uh, to some of this so you can see that it's full blown. It's like they're coming out of the, the tunnels in the stadiums. It's like the Roman Colosseum in the church. Man, that's so nice. Let's take a let me reboot this and let's take a listen. preachers will be given a random phrase that they must effectively work into their message. And my understanding is these are completely random. They have never seen them before, seriously. Well, hey, folks, time to meet our players. Let's head down to the field for today's starting lineups. The myth, the legend, Brian. Okay, so you can hear them coming out of the tunnel, and it's a big church. I mean, they've got to have a uh, 1, 1,500 people in this church. It's big, and they have the lights, and they have the smoke bombs and neon and the band and people talking like Don Pardo, and uh, it is, like, sickening. <laughs> I mean, it's ill. Ew, I tell you that truly Jesus Christ has nothing to do with this. I am going to hopefully, they're doing a, a coin toss to see who will quote, receive the Bible. And then we're going to uh, go to the pastrix. So we, we claim fair use. We're not certainly not playing the whole thing here. Um, we're going to, let, let's hear the Pastrix kicking the Bible. Patterson back with the kick. <whistles> oh, my goodness. Hey! Is that a t- and literally, you, you heard the kick. You heard this woman her foot purposely making hard contact with the cover of a Bible and sending it off of the platform. That is just so, you know, the irony is is not lost on me. That a pastor, Pastrix, I've never even heard that term before. Uh, Kicks Jesus Christ off of the platform of the church. I wonder what Jesus will do when that person takes their, their last breath. I hope that's not for a long time for them, but uh, that he just allows them to go into off of his platform and into the lake of fire, with a, in a place that was meant for the devil and his angels, where the fire does not go out and the worm doesn't die. This is so uh antichrist. It is so antichrist. That these people have to imitate the world in order to get the people into the church. And that's why the people come generally, you know, to big churches like that because they want a show. They want bread and circus. They want to see a show for the money that they pull out of their pocket, uh, and if you think that these people are delivering care for your children, <laughs> I, I, I would, I'd look into that. Um, in my humble opinion, if and I underline the word if, you could find a church that was actually preaching the word of God and it was a small church like 20 people or 40 people, you would be blessed beyond compare. One of the commenters on this incredible scene out of Rome, uh, had a very interesting biblical take, which I'm going to share, from the book of Ezekiel chapter 16, in its verses 47 and 48. Yet hast thou not walked after their ways, nor done after their abominations. But as if that were a very little thing, thou wast corrupted more than they in all thy ways. As I live, saith the Lord God, Sodom thy sister hath not done she nor her daughters as thou hast done thou and thy daughters and it's interesting that it was a woman who kicked the the bible off the platform uh in light of ezekiel here ezekiel 16. not even Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities about them in like manner, giving themselves over to fornication or going after strange flesh and set forth for an example, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire, did not even do what is being done now by so-called Christians, no less. And that that's from... Uh, one Press News, and I appreciate what they what they said there, and the uh, the sharing of the scripture from Ezekiel. And as I said, he actually they say I didn't see this before that these people are going to spend all of eternity burning in hell in the lake of fire, and will be utterly destroyed along with the rest of this God-hating country, and all those who condone this and participate. In it. Just looking at another scripture here. Yeah, I mean, th- this is almost a synopsis of where the American church is. Because even if it's not a big church like this, the little churches want this kind of show. The little churches want, the, want this kind of sentiment that they can just use the Bible in, in ways that God most certainly never intended. People who are willing to do these kind of things under the lights in front of people and on a platform that was supposedly designed to deliver the word of God, literally use their feet to kick the word of God off of the very same platform. Folks, I want to say that you, going to church is good. If you can find one that's not corrupted. My problem is, I keep going and trying to, you know, I keep finding, you know, you'll never find a perfect church, of course not, because there's people there. And people are broken. Uh but that's what Jesus Christ is for. Jesus said he didn't come to call the well but you know, it's the sick who need a doctor. But when you have leadership acting like this, you have to run from that place. Run. And I'm telling you, it is so hard to find a church that isn't, I mean, in the mindset like this. I hate to say that. You know, or they're, uh, you know, preaching pre-trib rapture, of course. I have no doubt that that church, if, if they have a uh, an eschatological view, then it's pre-trib. I have no doubt about that, With like with that church which is not how it will play out. In my humble opinion, there's plenty of people who will uh, disagree with me. I have writings, and we've done shows on that. Uh, My position is that I am pre-wrath, not pre-trib, because the Scripture is very clear that the children of God are not subject to the wrath of God. But the wrath of God is not poured out until chapter 16 in the book of Revelation. The things that happen to Christians and believers uh, up until that point are the wrath of the devil. Because the devil is a very bad impersonator of God. But he will do his best and he, make no, let me try that again, make no mistake Uh, that the devil is powerful, uh, but he's not more powerful than God. And we are called to stand and stand for the faith and stand for the word of God, not kick it off the platform. So, yeah. So most churches, they're pre-tribulation because they think that, you know, they're special, that they, uh, will never see any trial or temptation or, uh, I really temptation. Let's leave that up. But they won't see trial. They won't see the tribulation. Uh, I, nothing could be further from the truth, in my humble opinion. As soon as and this, and this, again, this is my viewpoint. Take it to the scripture yourself. Don't don't just trust what I have to say. Take it to the scripture. When we see the man of perdition go into the temple in Jerusalem, and announced that he is God, that's the Antichrist. And that's when the clock starts ticking on the three and a half years, not seven years, it ain't seven years. The first three and a half years was allotted to Jesus Christ. And God's not gonna give the devil more than he gave Jesus. Um, that's the, the second half of the, of the seven years that's talked about in Daniel. Uh, so getting back to churches, kicking the Bible off of the platform. That is such a symbol for where the church is in America. That is such a symbol for where the the church is in America. And it's why the church is dying uh, it's why the church is ineffectual. It's why people who actually do love God don't go there. I mean, we have uh, a pastor that we support, David Lankford out of uh, Hickory, North Carolina, Kazar right there, uh, Kesar, uh, North Carolina. You can find him on YouTube, David Langford, the voice of evangelism, and uh we we support him and uh, and and use him for our teaching every week at home. We, we support some other people too. Um. And I think as time goes by, who's you know we did the stories this week about the sheriff from Butler County, Ohio. That's on the western side of the state there saying that they've been briefed by the FBI and there's more red lights flashing now than there were before 9-11. Folks, really bad stuff is on the cusp of happening. Please consider your own preparations in the way of food, water, water filtration, water storage, Your shelter, energy, like in the form of a solar generator. You can start off getting small ones, three to $500. Uh, and if you spend a little bit more, but you, you can get into the area of being able to run your refrigerators and freezers, which is really important. Do you know how much food is going to spoil if they take the grid down? I mean, billions of dollars of food will spoil So I encourage you to please consider your energy needs. It's great having a regular gas generator or diesel or propane. Now, if you have a whole bunch of propane, like you live on a farm and have a 500-gallon pig out in the back, that's great. That'll run for quite a while. But it'll still run out. And, you know, folks can poo-poo solar energy Yeah, solar energy is bad consideration for the entire grid, but it's a a very excellent consideration uh, for the individual household. And you will be in a much better place having at least some energy to run lights, charge your phone, uh, perhaps run small appliances, you know, running appliances that um, generate heat, is is difficult because you need a lot more wattage to actually power a hair dryer, power, power a microwave, um, power a coffee maker. Okay, but heck, having th- something to be able to charge like batteries on a DeWalt tool so that you can use your drill or your grinder, or if you become a little more creative, you know, like DeWalt makes a fan that's pretty nice. It's it's like a hundred to 170 bucks, depending on if you get it on sale or not. My wife, I've been talking to my wife like for way over a year about it. And she got me one at Christmas and she got uh, the deal on it too. So those DeWalt batteries are very good. Uh, and when it gets hot and you can't afford to run like your, your entire house, you, you can't afford to run your heat pump or your air conditioner or what have you. Uh, you will have a decently powerful fan that can run off of DeWalt batteries like you use on your drill that those batteries can in turn be recharged by being plugged into your solar generator. See where I'm going with this. So anyway, and, and also consider you know um, protection. That sheriff is training people in the use of firearms. Yes, he is. He and his department are training people. The other thing is to get to where a lot of people are not. Like you don't want to be in like a super highly densely populated inner city if you can help it. If you can't help it, you're going to have to do what you can and God help you. That's what I say there. Uh, And I know the disabled folks and the caregivers that hear me that like they're wondering how they're going to even put food in the table or pay the bills coming up in three weeks, you know, is that you can ask God for help. That's, you know, that's where we are right now is that we must all depend on God. That's why I'm so upset when I saw this video about a quote, pastrix, in other words, a female pastor kicking a Bible off the platform. It just speaks loads about where the church is. But for those of us who trust God, who trust Jesus Christ with our lives and our eternity, he will not forsake you. He is worthy of praise and able to handle your situation. Let me pray right now for everybody. Lord Jesus, I am so sorry about an organization that calls itself a church that kicks your word off of the platform. It's no church at all. I pray, Lord Jesus, that you would raise up men and women of God who would never forsake you. Never treat the word of god with such contempt and i pray right now jesus that you provide suitable teaching for all who hear my voice today pastor langford's a good place to start i pray that everyone who hears my voice today would call out to you for salvation to trust you as their Lord and Savior, to forsake this world, to confess their sins and tell you that they're sorry for their sins, and to ask you to give them the eternal life which you freely give, Jesus, that costs you your life. In the name of Jesus, I pray and thank you. Folks, please consider supporting Encouraging Angels. We are standing against things like this mega church. <sighs> www.encouragingangels.org. Click on the donate tab, and you can give with your card via uh, Cornerstone, a great payment processor, or you can send something to our PO box. I w- with what's going on with what this sheriff in Ohio. Said, please don't forget to check out CivilDefenseManual.com by Jack Lawson. It's it's a hundred dollars. It's worth it, folks. All the information on food, water, shelter, neighborhood protection team, um, communications, and more, more, more. It's an incredible resource. You can't find anything put together at that level for that really a small amount of money, really. Civildefensemanual.com. The time is short, folks. The time is short. Uh, The FBI and the Ohio Sheriff has told us so. Trust Jesus Christ now. This is the Encouraging Angels podcast. I'm Stan Szymanski, and I look forward to seeing you right here next time.